Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. And today I have with me, she's been a guest on the podcast before. She's just so goddamn good. I can't help but have her on all the time. And also she's like a Bravo celebrity. And you know how I feel about Bravo stars, ladies and gentlemen, because I have so many men listening. Hannah Burner. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Did you watch Vanderpump last night? Are we Did allowed to I talk ever? about we it? Can talk can we can please? We need to start off Okay, with so we have so much to cover today. Um, also, you're in my apartment. Uh, which, Am I the first guest? You are the first guest friend to step foot here. Literally, you spoil me. My only, the only other people who've been here are my. It's my little brother and his new girlfriend who I adore. But I can't talk to my little brother because it makes him mad when I talk about my podcast. <laughs> he shamed me. He shamed me on Christmas Day. For well, he's smarter Instagram. than you. He went to Harvard. I know he's so he can smarter do that than stuff. me. Yeah. He I have a brother who's smarter than me too. It's pretty fucking annoying. I just want to kick him in the shin. <laughs> I want to kick him in the brain. <laughs> so he's dumber. He'd still be 10 times smarter than me, even if he, I like kicked half his brain out of his ear. It took me an hour and 20 minutes to get here because I live in Queens. We went. I went all the way to Jersey shits. Jersey shitty. That's um, <laughs> that's that, a Freudian slip. That was a Freudian slip. <laughs> but I, wa- I was ready to just tear it apart and make all these Insta stories making fun of Jersey. Turns out I walk here. It is amazing. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I think you need to join the new Real Housewives of New Jersey and get wow. some fights. I don't know that. This apartment I'm is made say, for TV. Who knows? Maybe I'm working on that. Who knows? You are sketchy. Um, <laughs> it, you guys can't see it, but I walked in and it was like the coolest apartment I've ever seen without trying too hard. Mm-hmm. It's like masculine, feminine. Um, I Huge. Can't, I just tried to like think of any adjective to describe a house and I realized I don't know shit about design. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, fun, cool, awesome. I don't know. what. They're all like modern, apartment decos, chic. What? How would you describe the style? Cool. <laughs> oh, Fucking cool. It's like industrial chic. Yes, it is. It's, it's like, in, it is. It's industrial chic. It's feminine though it's, there's like there's white exposed brick which there's, we all know how hannah feels about exposed brick wherever there's exposed brick i will hump it and i will jerk <laughs> off whoever lives in the apartment there's like i don't want it half, it's okay we'll discuss later that's a negotiation we'll do it off the pod so it's these like half circle huge windows there's these like art installations that um 
are cooler than I've, anything I've ever seen. Also, there's a bath in the middle of her bedroom, bedroom, which is just kind of like hot. It looks like a cool, like torture sex chamber. <laughs> Do you think it's going to enhance your sex life? This well, new, like, I think it will, but I also think um, me maybe getting to my new year's resolutions will also help with my sex drive, but Ooh. we'll get to that in a little yeah. bit. Yeah. We are getting to that. Body we image so is an issue things. for me. Yeah. But yeah, so the place is great. You're, you're the first friend to see this place. So it's, enjoy. It's, it's way cooler than I thought you were even capable of. Thank you. Well, I got to give credit where credit's due. So my really good friend, Anthony Carino, he was on HGTV, a show called The Cousins. Mm-hmm. And Anthony, he actually does work now with Ellen Tube. So he's like still very much in the game. Mm-hmm. But I actually was sitting here with him. I was there. He was here. And it was over the summer. And I interviewed him for Taste of Taylor. And I was like, I, I think I called the episode like, I don't know, like um, real estate's my pornography. Because mm-hmm. I was having an orgasm. Yeah, like I just want to slip around everything <laughs> because I'm soaking wet just looking at this cool fucking apartment. She's going to post about it soon. I'm going to do a tour. I swear. I promise. I haven't because we're not 100% impacted. You saw the closet upstairs. Yeah. It's a fucking disaster. Yeah. So I have some things I still want to get done. But like, Are you guys both pretty clean? Um, Taylor's kind of not. You know what's weird? She wasn't in our old apartment. She was like kind of a slob. She's going to get mad I said that. But whatever. She's not, she's not editing. editing this one. <laughs> um, but she'll listen and yeah. she'll be mad. Yeah. Um, but but here she's cleaner than I've ever seen her. Maybe she respects she the respects, space. She respects the space and we'll see if she respects your vagina more too. <laughs> oh, she respects my vagina up, down, and all around. I am the issue when it comes to sex because I have low self-esteem. And so I don't want to see myself naked, let alone somebody else see myself I think naked. We need to invent like a sex outfit that you wear that you like don't have to look at yourself that okay. has a little hole in it. Okay. For I'm here for it. I mean before I get a spray tan, I have to take like a fucking like Ambien because I'm so ashamed <laughs> that someone's going to look at my fucking oh my like God. dimply body oh and spray God. it orange. Spray tan. I had a friend recently reach out and was like, hey, I'm starting a spray tan business. I'd love to spray you. I would love to be her friend. But basically it's like. That's also really I weird. don't really want a friend up my labia spraying me. You know what's so crazy? Like, I've known her for a year. And I would I would love a stranger to spray me, not a friend. So I, I go to this place called Brazilian um, Bronze in Soho. I want to give them a shout out because they're great. They do not give me money to say this. They're just really that good. Mm-hmm. So I was there one time getting sprayed, I don't know, like six months ago, maybe a year ago. And I was going out to LA to meet with Dear Media, mm-hmm. who I'm now with. So ta-da. The spray tan worked. And so it worked like a charm. <laughs> so I was getting sprayed and the girl was like, oh, is this for vacation? I was like, no, it's for work. She's like, oh, what do you do for a living? And I was like, oh, I do po- podcasting. And she was like, oh my God. <laughs> I am obsessed with this podcast called Dear Media. Now, clearly she was confused because yeah. Dear Media is a network full of lots of but podcasts. But you just said that out of nowhere? Yes. And I was like, no shit, I'm going to meet with them. And then I'm like, why did I just tell her that? And she's like, what's your podcast called? And I was like, she's now going to be like, oh, that's the girl whose chubby body I sprayed. <laughs> And I felt so... Do you so... take your underwear off? No. Oh, I go full spread. I'm Slut. butt, butt, butt naked. And I have a girl that comes to my apartment and she's my spray tan girl and she's seen all of me, everything. I bitched her about Summer House. I tell her everything <laughs> that's going on. I tell her all the drama. I like cry to her about stuff. Oh, be- people in the beauty industry that like, like whether it's like hair, makeup, spray tan people, they know all of our dirt. Oh, yeah. And same with drivers. The make- drivers, drivers know everything. The makeup artists, whenever I get a makeup artist, that's like pretty successful i was like so what dirt you have is ariana grande a cunt or what they have to sign non-competes like nd 
NDAs. I'm not non-competes. NDAs. For Every now real. and then, it's when they're talking to each other, being like, oh, "I had the worst gig last week," and they're like, "Who?" And they're like, "Mariah fucking Carey." <laughs> and I'm just like sitting there, like, "Oh, this is good. I can't wait to repeat this to everyone." Also, in case you don't know, Hannah Burner is maybe the number one worst ke- seeker keeper in the world. <laughs> I don't know. I tell her all my secrets. I'm always like, "Between me and you," and then I think, "Why?" Hannah is going to tell the world not because she's shady, just because she has literally no filter. She tells on herself. She gets in trouble all the time with her producers on Summer House on Bravo. If you didn't know that, Hannah's also on that show. Um, yeah, Hannah's a bad girl. That's but why I'm I love consistent. you. I'm so we're consistent. the same. I, I'm always getting myself into trouble. Always. My friends are always mad at me. When I feel bad about myself, I talk to you and I go, you know, she's probably had this happen to her five billion times, and she's fairly okay. <laughs> <laughs> totally fair. So will this increase the sex life? That is, uh, th- that's you guys the plan. Like, have sex on that's that the plan. that weird chair over there. You can have sex on top of this. They have a what is this? A countertop that that would be called a counter. And uh, they have a charger system that comes out of uh, it. Here's the thing. So I so I interview Anthony. I'm here and I'm like I'm obsessed with your apartment. He's like, really? Would you want to live here? And I was like, sure. And he was like, no, for real. And I was like, well, it's Jersey City, you know, because yeah. I was being a Manhattan yeah. snob. Yeah. Um, but he's like, no, for real, I'm renovating. Um, he got engaged. I'm renovating a firehouse and my fiance and I are moving there and I want to rent this to somebody I know and trust. He's like, I have friends that want it, but I would put you at the top of the list if you and Taylor want to move in. Wow. And I was like, yes. But then I thought we had like a year. And then he was like, yeah, so you're going to move around like fall, like early winter. And I was like, yeah, of 2020. He's like, no, of 2019. And then I started to panic. Yeah. Because I, I felt like I had to like say goodbye to New York City, you know? To be honest, I've never... I've grown up in New York City my whole life from Brooklyn. I've never been to Jersey City in my life. And? and I think it's just such a, um, just a rumor that like Jersey is so different. I walked out and the cutest little neighborhood, you can tell it's like growing and changing and beautiful. And I'm like, why would anyone live in Manhattan was right. what I thought. I know. Like, and I'm not saying go live not in New York. I'm saying if you live in New York, live in an outer borough or I guess Hoboken or Jersey City. Is Hoboken cool? I've never been. It's cute. I f- I feel is like this cuter? Ho- I think so. I feel like Hoboken's like really like college Yeah. Oh, but maybe I'm wrong. But depends this, on where you are. This in your feels life. like Brooklyn, and that's a compliment. That's why I liked it because it's all these small, great restaurants and shops, and everyone's walking around. And it's just, I don't like the saturation of people in Manhattan. It's and too it's just much. fucking disgusting. Well, I was really scared to leave. And like now when I watch like Sex in the City or I watch like Gossip Girl, yes, I watched that on Netflix. I'm yep. like, I don't live there anymore what you want to wait in lines to get into i went I out to eat in long island city with my mom i walked in that's where hannah lives and there was not that many people in the restaurant and i was i looked sat down and i said mom is there like a genocide going on what's going on she goes you're not in manhattan you don't have to wait in lines on a monday at 7 p.m to go get a drink with your girlfriend yeah also then my mom was like i guess you miss like you can meet people there i go no one talks to each other at a crowded restaurant, I'm not meeting people. It's just like to be seen. And it's so funny because when I leave New York City, I'm like, I'm like, fuck this place. I love New York. But then when I'm in New York, I'm like, I fucking hate New York. I know. It's so it's it, it's it's really like an abusive relationship. I'm an out of borough girl slash, you know what? I'd live in Jersey City. I said it. This is going to be bad for my brand, but I said it. Question. Even if my apartment wasn't this fucking dope ass and yes, I said dope ass. Would you feel the same way about Jersey City? Yeah. If I had like a normal apartment. Like walking here, I already was about to compliment you. And then I, when I walked <laughs> in, I just started puking compliments. because. <laughs> I, but I also do you feel your home is your sanctuary. It's it is where now. It's a home base of your mind. Do you feel like, oh, now I, I'm interviewing you. Do you feel like a cooler person yes. now? Yes, without a doubt. I feel more confident. I feel less depressed. I mean, for real. It's yeah. like, 
it's elevated me to like I need like I this. see you differently now like I'm more intimidated by you and I already was well see this is the thing though and I want to be clear like this this apartment <laughs> is a reflection of Anthony Carino not Taylor Strecker and Taylor Donahue like but it's a reflection of your quality social climbing I am a great social climber Amazing. if you didn't know before this apartment fucking proved it <laughs> and I also but I'm like I don't want to talk about the apartment sh- too yeah. much because yeah. I'm scared someone's going to try to be friends with Anthony and steal it from yeah. me yeah but you know the right people to social climb with guys social climbing is not just the richest or the most Instagram followers it's the quality person that you climb on to that's and famous that's or has famous. access to good real estate or has access to just people who are better than you in all kinds of ways or like that that has a standing reservation at Carbone we have one of those in our lives too what oh yes honey hello you have to teach me how to be more like um society no you're really good at social climbing oh thank you <laughs> That's why we click so well. Okay, so so you're here. Yes, okay, we went over the apartment. Um, I, We're obviously going to talk a little bit about Summer House because uh, the super trailer for oh the next God. season just came out. I, you look, you look like yourself in this trailer. Ooh. Like you're really sassy and you're funny. And I feel like you were great last season, but I feel like this is the season where Hannah Burner is really, truly, we get like all of Hannah I'm Burner. I'm going to be honest, I was scared last season. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Fabletics. If you know me, you've been a longtime listener, you know I'm obsessed with Fabletics. Oh my gosh. And I'm not even that big of a worker outer. New year, new resolutions. Okay. I'm going to work out. I'm going to lose this weight. I'm going to do it thanks to Fabletics. And I'm going to look cute doing it. You guys, I wear them like everyday clothes. They're my freaking favorite and i've tried other brands before well not fabletics they're affordable but super high quality and hell i'll even wear them out to like a fancy dinner i'll put like a over the knee sexy boot with them and like a like menswear button down shirt and they're like they look frigging great i'm not joking i have seven pairs and i rotate them every single day and i have a lot of different types of their leggings but my number one go-to right now is a trinity high-waisted pocket capri and for those of you who don't know fabletics is a fashion-focused activewear brand with a mission to empower women by making a healthy active lifestyle accessible to everyone because of its exceptional price point and if you've never tried fabletics i highly recommend starting at their collections page okay so you can see all the trending pieces if you guys become a VIP with Fabletics, you're going to get up to 50% off regular pricing and instant access to their latest collections. Plus, the best part is there's no commitment to order on a regular basis. You can skip any month. So all you have to do is go to fabletics.com slash Taylor to take advantage of this deal now. That's fabletics.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R to get leggings for only $24. Again, fabletics.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. And like I said, there is no commitment to purchase monthly and free shipping on all orders over $49. Terms and conditions do apply. And now to the podcast. I thought that I was like had a lot of balls doing it, but you're still doing it in fear of like one thing goes wrong. I didn't know it was, even when it was about to air, I still was like, I don't know what's going to happen to me. Then after you do it, then you're like, okay, I get the game. I know mm-hmm. what I signed up for. Tell me what you learned. I learned that you can't control anything. Mm-hmm. Like you thought you could. Because yeah. I remember talking to you and I'm like, this bitch. I was like, I mean, I'm a video producer. Yep. So I was like, oh, I can, I can try to, you know, 
I was trying to also be funny like all the time. Yeah. Like the camera's on you all the, all day and they're just taking what like makes sense. And I would just be making like funny, stupid, irrelevant comments thinking I'm killing. And then the show comes out and it looks like I'm shy like because they didn't use any of my stupid little witty comments. And also it looked like you play tennis. <laughs> <laughs> so also, <laughs> But also coming in new, I didn't have I wasn't romantically interested in anyone on the show. And I was like, if, and then I wasn't really like, I'm not a fighty person. I wasn't fighting with anyone. So I literally had to like, by the skin of my teeth, like get this British guy that I was seeing, beg him to come on the show to give me any relevancy. Dude, it's hard. Yeah. So the second, and also you can't have strong opinions on things. Well, you can and be a dick, but like, I don't really know Kyle and Amanda. I'm not going to tell Amanda what to do. But then I spent all winter with them mm-hmm. and all winter with Lindsay and all winter. We all hung out all the time. And then we came in this next summer and I was like, look, I can't control anything that happens. I could just control me like trying to have fun. Yeah. And also like looking out for opportunities for me to like voice my opinion. Yep. And not be afraid of it. And so that's what we're going to get this season. Yeah, I was reckless. And also, you have a love interest this season. Mm-hmm. We saw you MOing on the super trailer. <laughs> it's weird to see Is yourself. Is it weird? You look, you, you're good. You look good at kissing. Oh my God. I see. I thought it was the bad side of my face. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of kissing, what? Not to change subject, but the, the first three minutes of Vanderpump starts with. The new guy, I don't even remember his name, saying that Sheena's a bad kisser. Oh, yeah. Duh. Back to Vanderpump. Yeah. But I just went on Sheena's podcast two oh weeks my God. ago. Okay. I don't. Okay. Don't make me. Don't make me be bad girl. You're not going to be a bad girl. I, I, I can't stand Sheena. This is my own. I, I want to be clear. I feel like every time I say something about Vanderpump, everyone thinks it's me regurgitating Stassi's opinion. Mm-hmm. It's not. Stassi actually, and I, we didn't get in a fight, but she, I was making fun of Sheena. And she was like, stop that. And I was like, shut up. I can say whatever I want. I watch a show and I've met the girl. And she was like, she was like, I'm so grateful to Sheena for playing the role that Sheena plays because she really is reality TV gold. And she was like, so I'm done. She's she's like Saucy's like thinks Sheena is has a purpose in this world and is great. I disagree. I also am. I've heard things about her podcast that I want to ask you shady questions about, but I don't want to be a mean girl. And also I'm going to be in Stassi and Bo's wedding and I'm going to have a lot of FaceTime with the cast. And uh-huh. like Sheena probably will be around for stuff. And like, I don't want her to hate me more than she already does. Cause she knows I talk shit. I don't think Sheena means wrongly at all. I think she's like, she's focused on her shit and she's self-absorbed. I mean, there, there is the, I just think it's hilarious. Like when she's typing on her phone and her nails are clicking and I, I just, I told her, I was like, oh my God, I'm witnessing. I was, she has the everything's happening tattoo and she's just clicking on her phone and I just couldn't help it because I, I have no filter. And I was just like, Sheena, I feel like I'm witnessing like an iconic moment of you being like classic Sheena. She starts laughing and then she fixed her eyelash. Of course. Like her, these new eyelashes, she glued them on with her like two inch nails. And I was like, Sheena, I am so impressed right now. I could barely wipe my asshole with nails like that. I can barely wipe my ass right now with my hands. <laughs> That's when you know you have to lose weight when it's hard to wash your butt. <laughs> but she, like, oh, she told me she goes the she goes this guy like first of all didn't even remember making out with me, and then he says that it was a bad makeout, and she's like he's a he's it was she goes it was really embarrassing. So fun. How was her podcast from your eyes? Was it fun? Was it good? Would you think about she her? She was very friendly with me. Okay, I think I'm naturally like a, a host, and I kind of it was her friend was there too, and she was kind of. 
I was interested in her shit and I did ask her a lot of questions so about So you herself. interviewed Sheena on Sheena's podcast. <laughs> I did that do tracks. That. Yep. And she did ask about me a little. Oh, that's so kind which of her. Was nice. <laughs> and like overall, like it was I've had less positive interactions. Okay. But this was a very positive experience for me. You know what? Maybe I need to cut Sheena some slack and say that like she can evolve and she can grow. She's been through a lot of shit, but I also think like she she's has. so consistently Sheena. I and know. And to have the balls to go on TV and admit that you bought a guy an Apple Watch and then he ghosted you like I'm scared scared to admit like if a dude doesn't like like my DM. Right. Like the fact she said that on national TV, there's something actually likable about that. So I've always thought that Sheena was the human equivalent of a back tattoo, but I guess she has one, I think. Of course. Yeah, she definitely <laughs> has one. But she kind of just But you owns know what it. I mean, yeah. right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to explain it further than that. But yeah, but that's how I always felt well, she was. But you know what? Some back tattoos are fucking cool. So. I did have a slip up where when I went to LA, I was just ma- I found the LA like plastic surgery app thing. It was hysterical. I was laughing. I stop. Out loud. I was putting on the accent. I was like, hey guys, I'm writing a screenplay after I go hiking and I'm working with my agent. I'm trying to get a new deal about like a story of like a girl who's lost in the world but like wants to like find her passion. And then I did like how girls laugh in LA and I just went like, ha, but like their face doesn't move. Yes. And I posted that right before I went into the podcast with Sheena. Oh no, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> like I remember sitting there being like, oh, this is ideal posting time. Oh, but what if Sheena watches it oh whatever fuck it'll be interesting so I walk in and Sheena's like asking me questions that people ask on her Instagram and she goes why are you hating on LA so much oh geez and I kind of was like you know what like I think because you're I, a New Yorker I'm a New York I said I make fun of New York I make fun of LA I make yeah. fun, it's very different from I said I, I love a lot of LA but I do think the culture is different and it's it's frankly funny and then I was doing okay I kind of was she like annoyed though because I feel like that's the stuff like I feel like she is like she's giving way more of herself now in the show and I appreciate that. And she has been for like the last couple of years, and like she, with Rob and stuff. She but... admitted that. She was like, at first I tried to like keep certain things private yeah, she... and it just hurt me. Yes. What was she keeping private before? Well, you know, th- so from what I know of Sheena, like from meeting her, her personally, yeah. like she literally, if it's not about her and she's not the center of attention, she gets very annoyed very quickly and she goes oh. silent and gets quiet and gets pissy and like kind of like has a little bit of like a snip fit. But that's hard when you're in an ensemble cast. Exactly. Especially like, Vanderpump is way more cast members than Summer House. And also people with huge personalities. So it's like, oh girl, know your role, you know? But so, that's what makes the show so good. You put a bunch of big personalities together. And they fight over ego. So but but you're so saying so she wouldn't get involved me. in stuff that well, she probably well, could have been? Well, and then I also like remember, sorry, I'm just going to say it, Kristen would like, I, one time Kristen said to me that like when she goes on watch what happens live like like Sheena and Sheena's mom also mm-hmm. like watch what watch what happens live like religiously and like whenever any of the cast members are on they watch and like if Sheena came up and Kristen didn't like a thousand percent have her back like sh- Kristen would get a text from her being yeah. like you didn't have my back enough or you, you didn't you didn't stick up for me enough and it's like who has the time to worry about everything else that's going on? So, like, the reason Sheena doesn't like me is because when Stassi quit Vanderpump and she was living in New York, I would have her on my show on Sirius a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Stassi would say Stassi things. Mm-hmm. And Sheena, like, Sheena must have a Google alert on all the cast members, or at least she used to. Because, like, she knew what everyone was doing and saying at all times. I'm like, at first I was like, that's, like, so insecure and pathetic and, like, such a control freak. But actually... 
kudos girl because like that's called effort and i'm a, that's hard work <laughs> maybe it's her mom but also this world <laughs> is so i think she has her mom on it which but you I, know what maybe she does and then the part of me wants to make fun of her like mama's girl but then i'm like i'm the exact same way or she has a and my mom momager. fights all my battles for me <laughs> i mean i like i would make fun of it but i like how close she is with her mom because that's what i if my mom didn't work full time I'd want my mom everywhere with me. My mom has like tried to be my manager so many times. It's not even funny. I actually had, I had a, I had a, I'm like, mom, can you, okay. Do you know anything about it? Agents mom's like, I should represent you. I think that you're fucking amazing. Mom, did you, are you drinking wine? It's 10 a.m. I'll be the best manager you'll ever have. That's okay. your mom. That's not my mom. <laughs> my mom's so mad at you right now. She's going to call your mom. Actually, my mom barely <laughs> drinks, but um, I don't know why. I thought it'd be funny if <laughs> my mom was an alcoholic. <laughs> like, I don't know well, why. you know, darkness is always a great source of comedy, as you are learning now that you're in the comedy world. But Sheena, I was, she opened up to me. She was like, it's fucked up. Then in the beginning, he said I was a bad kisser. And like, that's my nightmare. Like once a guy tried to kiss me on New Year's. That's, and, no, I, I felt bad for And her. I pushed that's him horrible. away. And I was a junior in high school. And then he told everyone in my high school I was a bad kisser when I pushed him away. And I told her that. And I was like, bitch, I get it. It sucks. Especially national TV. She just like, she could pretend she's better than everyone. And I think she just kind of like, she just throws it all out there. She does now. And so, you know what? Actually, maybe it's time for me to change my tune on Sheena. But also, they tore her apart the first episode. She's immediately back at the, like, guys saying that she was too much. And I'm like, come on. Like, how bad do you have to make Sheena look? Like, that's, I don't know. That's my biggest insecurity is ever going on TV and guys being like, ugh, fucking Hannah. She's the worst, <laughs> right? That's my ego would just be crushed. But I love how she went up to the guy and was like, um, excuse me. I heard exactly what you said. She confronted him. Old Sheena wouldn't have. She would have talked and confessional. She would talk behind his back she would have cried she would have she was just like why are you calling me boy crazy and she confronted it so you know what she's growing so i'll give her credit people were making fun on twitter though they were like if i have to hear sheena say another guy she hooked up with is her best friend i'm gonna lose my shit (laughs) i mean seriously okay so vanderpump uh premiere what'd you think about it Especially now that you're on reality television. My my thing is, I was. do you want to know what I texted Paige this morning? And I'm yep. being very upfront because I texted her. I said, what do you think of Vanderpump? Because Vanderpump is my shit. I love it so much. I respect all of them so much. And I want to tell you my authentic reaction was... Because um, when I watch it, it's hard for me because I'm so in it, especially now more yeah. so than ever. That I'm like, I don't know if I, because I read this article about Vanderpump and it was like, <laughs> Vanderpump needs to have like ended already. And I was like, fuck you, bitch. I want to like find the girl well, and just like jello wrestle j- her. Shows have a, have a life t- journey to them where like in the beginning, I mean, they started so hot, but in the beginning, they, w- what's great about them is they went on the show not knowing they'd be famous. They actually wanted to do other things. And this was just like a side gig. And yeah. that's why it was so good. Where like, if they recasted all of Vanderpump, it would not be the same. People no. would compare it to real, the old Vanderpump pump and they should just start a new show for like tom tom or something but i said i said honestly i said um because Paige was like what if they get like more new people and they start a thing at tom tom and i was like the what they need is britney to divorce jack ariana needs to start hooking up with lala and schwartz divorces katie and i'll fucking watch that shit <laughs> like that's what everyone low-key wants to happen like you're watching just like oh my god maybe maybe tom will lose it and leave katie no like, i don't know it just See, would this be is why, funny this is i why think I, it would be fun because i'm not that close to them this is why i can't so i watched it last night i was texting stassi and Bo, <laughs> and i wrote mass Masterpiece. Wait, let me find what I wrote to them. Um, and also, this is like Bo. Like Bo was on last season, but Bo's on this season. Like he's a cast member. Yeah, I love Bo. Is so funny, but Ugh. like he's very chill on camera. He's in great a, in a good way. Like he's, he's not trying too hard. So, what do you think of the new girl? 
Um, Dana. Dara. I thought I, I thought I was gonna hate the new people. I didn't. I, I I'm still lukewarm on the guys, but I liked the girl. I like the girl. I think. Did she make out with Peter? I think she's lying. Yeah. Also, I think she does stand up comedy. Yeah, I know. That and triggered I was me. like, I was like, God damn it! She's still first. Tinsley steals my tennis storyline. <laughs> now this girl is stealing my stand up storyline, and I'm like, I'm gonna DM her and tell her to stay in her lane. But I've this is the thing with the guys. I don't like that one. The guy starts off dissing Sheena, regardless what issue you have with Sheena and how much you can hate her, like. She's an OG. Don't start off I agree. digging at an OG like I that. I agree. Especially a petty thing. Like, if she did something really wrong with you, start in hot. But not over a stupid kiss. For, and he's also not that hot. No, he's Second not. Of all, he's heavy. The other guy, Max, not my type. I, I agree. I'm, I I don't find the two new guys good looking at all. I'm also a lesbian. It's hard to so. find good looking guys who want to do reality TV. And that's why I think this season of Summer House is going to be so good. Because? Because they found... The hottest guy I've ever met. And for some reason, he likes me. <laughs> yeah, you. I I feel like he, you have him so whipped, and I still don't think you've slept together. <laughs> he texts me the last three nights to come over to eat dinner with him. But, like, I'm kind of, like, it's a winter. I don't want <laughs> Yeah, we don't go. We're hibernating. Um, so I texted Stassi Bone. I said, fucking masterpiece. What did they say? I said, I'm watching this alone and keep saying aloud, quote, those are my friends, oh, which I was. <laughs> those are my friends. I know them. Um, and then Bo said, well, keep watching. Hopefully it will, uh, it will, hopefully it will help you lose your stage fright because you're going to be at our goddamn wedding. He's very worried because I get really nervous around reality TV cameras. <laughs> I was at Summer House. I hid in the corner the whole time. I threw a drink at somebody and then someone had to walk me to the cab at like 8 p.m. because I was so wasted. So not a great moment. And then also whenever I'm around the Vanderpump, whenever I'm around Vanderpump cameras, I literally hide in the corner. I am terrible around reality TV cameras. I can talk my ass off on radio and podcasting. I'm so, I'm not shy at all. I can go on stage and do like a, like an opening set. I can, I used to perform in musical theater when I was little. I can host on camera. But like, also you realize they don't need anything from you. But you know what I think it is? I just think that I'm so like deathly. Like you don't have any pressure on you. I know, but I think I'm just so deathly afraid of looking like the thirsty friend on uh, a reality show. Like people will be like, ew, who's yeah. that girl that's trying so hard? Yeah. So I like revert run the away. opposite. Yeah. But I really am scared. You know what it is? You can't control your angles on reality television. And I've got a yep. lot of things that I'm worried yep. about. This is a perfect segue. Body image. Yep. Okay. So New Year's is here. The, or I'm sorry, the new year is here. Um, 2020. And let's talk new year resolutions. Mm -hmm. um, and speaking of which, so I'm bringing this up because I just want to address it here. Mm -hmm. I address it on the Taylor Strecker show, my radio show. Go to taylorstrecker.com and sign up for it. Um, it happened actually on the Taylor Strecker show. Then recently I addressed it on my Instagram story. And I'm going to address it here and then I'm done with it. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, first, then we put it out back. Yeah. And, but I'm going to bring it up because it addresses body image, aging. I, I want to know what you think about this, but mostly I'm bringing this up because everybody who saw this old picture of me, I got so many DMs, Hannah, saying, oh my God, I thought this was Hannah Burner. Really? And I, I thought you looked gorgeous. And people are, I did. <laughs> and people were like, oh my God, you look just like Hannah. And I'm like, no, Hannah looks just like me when I was 10 years younger. <laughs> well, how old are you now? I don't, you know what? No. Let's She'll say it. do it. She can do it. She'll say it. I am going to be 37 in February. 
You look like you're 28. I love you. I love you, you forever do. and always. You do. Okay, so for me, like, I used to, I remember when I was your age, I was like, I'm never going to be one of those people who, like, worries about age because it's just, like, a number. And I'm like, <laughs> like, whatever. Like, just be confident in yourself. Hey, guess what? Like Anyone it. in your mid-20s to late-20s? Shut up. <laughs> don't talk about aging it, it body image issues because you know what you don't even know the fucking half of it i like how you gave yourself a lisp when you're in your 20s and you <laughs> sounded like andrew collin <laughs> i love you andrew so but like that's the thing is aging is real being a woman in aging is really hard and i'm starting to really like grasp it and understand so i apologize that i used to be on the air as a 20 something year old or an early 30 year old like being th- thinking i had all the facts because you about know how to be confident you know what society ju- judges when you say a certain age i have some friends who won't tell their age because they're like 23 and they want to be respected like they're 28 well i remember when i was in my early 20s because i was so young starting radio and Radio is kind of like an older industry. Podcasting's yep. young. Radio is yeah. old. Yeah. And so I remember I hated that I was so young because I felt like people wouldn't take me seriously. Nope. And, and now I want to go seriously. beat the shit out of that stupid idiot and Ugh. say, enjoy being young, you beautiful, thin thing, you. Below t- 27 and below, I considered my, like everything I said in like a board room or wherever people talk about important things. I just was like, with a grain of salt. <laughs> like, because no one, you're just a young girl. Yeah. yeah. When it's like, no, 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 no. They, especially social media. I it's know. like if anyone knows about it. I mean, now it's TikTok, and who knows what where that's going? I think it's a bunch of kids communicating. No, I'm here weird for it. Dances I, to I, each other, I, and they're nope, going to take I'm over. I'm here for it. I think that we need to get involved so the kids can't take over. Okay. I think that no. they have a mis- a communication going on and that the, those little dance moves they're doing are some kind of symbols to take over <laughs> and we're in trouble because they're smarter than us. They grew up with iPads at dinner. At dinner, I was trying to eat the, the butter. Car- like <laughs> These people had I was like, <laughs> when I was little, I would go to dinner and I thought the foil was part of the butter. <laughs> <laughs> and it definitely did something wrong to my brain. And now we're here. But yeah, Greta, Greta Thunberg or whatever, yeah. she's just a distraction. Oh, that don't they even put. get me started so on Greta. They, so they can take over the world with their little TikTok moves. And um, yeah, Greta, I don't like it. You know, Greta, you don't respect old people. I actually can't. <laughs> Greta, get some respect for elders and shut up. I also, I can't go on it because every time I go on, I get a crush on a 13-year-old. <laughs> we don't talk about this on the podcast. <laughs> she told me not but it's when you ask me to say my age i'm not ashamed of my age but you know what i'm scared because of the industry we work in yeah. if, if if people know that i'm 37 i'm 36 but if people know that i'm almost 37 they're gonna like lose respect for me or something which is so crazy because when i was in my 20s i want to be older so people would respect me yeah Honestly, as women, we're totally fucked. Yes. Okay? And that's the truth. When we're young, no one takes us seriously. When we're older, we're no longer useful to society. I think of my age right now. I'm 28, which is such a weird age because when, I, as a single person, when yep. I was 27 and single, and someone says, are you dating? And when I say no, they go, honey, you have so much time. The second I turn 29, I know for a fact, alarm bells are going to go off, like whistle, fuck, everything's going to go insane. People are going to be like, do you need intervention? What's wrong with you? Are you okay? What it, and I'm going to, I'm going to enjoy the attention. I will. However, because I love attention, because negative or positive, I will take it. But like there's certain ages that society is just like, as a woman, you should be here. You got it. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Lola. Oh, periods are the worst, Right. Well, thanks to Lola, they make them a little bit more bearable. So I don't know if you know this, but the FDA does not require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of their ingredients in their feminine care products. 
and a lot of them don't. So a lot of brands use disclaimers like may contain on their boxes. Uh, what? Lola's period products are made with 100% organic cotton. Never any toxins, no dyes, no fragrances, synthetic fibers, or chlorine bleach. Nada. I don't know if you're like me. I mean, I'm in my 30s, okay? I've had my period for like 20 plus years. For some reason, she always sneaks up on me. I'm like, oh shit, I have my period again? Well, luckily with Lola, I don't have to worry anymore because I'm not like running out with a toilet paper pad to the drugstore to get some tampies. No, Lola is delivered directly to your door every single month and it makes it so convenient. I don't run out of tampons anymore. Thank you, Lola. And the best part, subscriptions are customizable. Yaha. Yeah, huh? And the best part, it's super easy to edit your order, change your delivery frequency. You can skip a month. You can cancel your subscription at any time. Easy, easy, easy. Lola is offering two trial sets, each featuring a mixed assortment of products made with 100% organic cotton. And not only is the trial set only $5, but I've got a special coupon code for you to get 30% off. Yep. So to get 30% off your $5 trial today, visit mylola.com and enter my promo code TOT30 to redeem your offer. Again, get 30% off your $5 trial set today. Visit mylola.com and enter my promo code TOT30. At 36, almost 37, I don't own a house. I don't have children. Mm -hmm. I'm not married. Mm -hmm. I'm divorced. It's like, it, you know, and, and, and like, I also feel like money-wise, career-wise, I think everyone's like, you're crushing. And I'm doing great, but like, I want to be doing way better. Can I ask how old Tay is? Tay is 32. Mm -hmm. I'm an older woman. Luckily, she likes them old and she likes them chubby. <laughs> okay, so anyway, so speaking of chubby. Speaking of chubby. <laughs> Speaking of a jolly good Christmas. Okay, so I'm 37. So when on Instagram, the 10-year challenge came out, I was enraged and furious. and But I just kept it all inside. And um, I, 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 I feel like society is always pitting all women against each other. And I felt like the 10-year challenge, men, first of all, they really do get better with age. It's so fucking unfair, most of them. Um, but like with women, it's like the 10-year challenge, that's not a fun game unless like you're J-Lo or fucking Jennifer Aniston. It's like, in what world will any woman really feel like she looks her best 10 years later? Mm. 10 years later, mm. okay? So I was like, really, I was I was against the 10-year challenge. It's, I ignored it's, it. It's fun, you should, because if something's triggering you online, don't yes but i i'm 28 i look so much better than i did at 18 okay so here's the thing this is what this is who the 10 year challenge is for it's for women who are in their late 30s early 40s maybe even 50s who like are genetic aliens yeah and look better now yeah than they did when they were they're younger good at botox or whatever or even just because they age gracefully and beautifully. honestly if you're tall and thin you kind of age fucking awesome. Because I, yeah. I look at all my friends now who are like really just like spectacular. Mm -hmm. Like Taylor will never, my girlfriend will never be unattractive. Yeah. She's so, she's elegant. She yeah. will always be. And it's because she's fucking six feet tall and like a string bean, you mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. I definitely peaked <laughs> in my late 20s, early 30s. I have like a young face. I have like, I have like a, like a feminine body. Mm -hmm. So for me, aging's going to be rough. <laughs> I'm just saying. Do you know what's crazy? My mom had like, was a curvy woman, had me and I changed her body type. You bitch. She's no, but she said that she, all the, um, I'm touching my nipple right now. Yeah, you don't have to do that. The, the, just cause I'm a lesbian doesn't mean I want to sleep with you, Hannah. What's it called? The, when you, when you're thirsty. Breastfeed? Yeah. Breastfeed. <laughs> when you're thirsty. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, lesbians are thirsty. What do they when do? When Hannah came over here, I was like, would you like anything to drink? Water, Gatorade, breast milk? <laughs> <laughs> lactate <laughs> um so she said it's the one time that you can lose fat cells is mm-hmm. through breastfeeding yep and she's now the skinniest little thing oh then it changed her body type into that like before she was voluptuous she lost her boobs lost her butt and she is a tiny little thing that's now. it i'm having babies i'm getting pregnant so what i'm telling you is you need to get preggers or somehow Better start lactating my eggs are all dying <laughs> <laughs> the only thing bringing up Sheena again, my new best friend. <laughs> she froze her eggs. She was so funny. She's like, I want to do it again. Wait, should I help? let me do Sheena's voice. Yeah, I froze my eggs. I want to do it again. I don't know. No, that sounds like good. a Jersey. I, I love you. I'm, I, I, I haven't tried it yet. <laughs> I haven't tried it yet. That <laughs> sounded like Teresa Judice, actually. It did, actually. Okay, moving on. Okay, so yeah, so 10 year challenge. I was like, I'm not participating. No, I hate this. It makes me feel really sad and triggered and bad. Anyway, that's that. So, um, over the and, and like I am getting ready for Stassi and Bo's wedding. I'm going to be on camera because I'm in the bridal party. So like I I don't like the way I look right now. I'm losing the weight for me. No, Stassi and Bo didn't tell me I had to. No producers on Vanderpump that I had to. Bo was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, my self confidence, I want to feel like I'm at least a better version than I am right now. I'm not. I might not be my 20 year old self. But in the sad thing is, in my 20s, I thought I was fucking fat. Of course you and did. Ugly. So it's like you never get to enjoy it anyway. I digress. So anyway, so um, I'm like, you know, the Christmas vacation is ending. I'm gearing up for like, my, like for real, like, okay, time to start. Join Weight Watchers. Start working out. You know, like I'm going to lose weight. I'm taking this dead ass seriously. And so I was already in my frame of mind like that. And um, I got a text from my friend, Andrea Laventhal, who I... And the new year is when you stop to reflect and say, what do I actually have want to be better at? Right. So, and I feel like, like whether you want to or not on New Year's Day, everyone starts thinking like that. You're vulnerable. Yeah, you're vulnerable. It's a a bad day. So Andrea, and I want to be clear. I love Andrea so much. She is so fucking funny and so fucking great. I could do without her, but I... (laughs) (laughs) And so amazing. And she did this. And I like, I want to be clear, like, because I posted it and I tagged her and all of it. Like on Instagram yeah. story. I don't want anyone to be mean to Andrea about this. Okay. This is like friends. Like this was a vulnerable moment. It had everything to do with my insecurities don't and low self-esteem and nothing to do with Andrea. She's not mean. She's not a bad friend. Andrea just is a very thin, very tall, very gorgeous woman. She's just a triggering person. She can't help she it. She just is. And But like the thing is, she's not deeply insecure. So she doesn't get that. She wasn't thinking no. how you were thinking. She wasn't thinking, huh, if I was to put myself in Taylor's shoes and be a huge paranoid insecure ball of mess and disaster. Also, she didn't <laughs> lie. She didn't no. like, come up with it. She just stated a fact. She didn't even state a fact. She just <laughs> sent me a picture. That's it. Which, so Andrea. She didn't face tune it. <laughs> no. Andrea said, oh my God, did she face tune it? No. Andrea sent me a picture on New Year's Day. She said, OMG, this photo, dot, 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 happy new year. And it was a picture of me when I was, I, I don't know how old, but the p- picture pops up. Yeah. And I that am. That dress is gorgeous. It was. That's what the, I noticed. It was the cheapest thing in the world. Oh, and I, I would love all the to time. wear it. Oh my God. I love that dress. I yeah. missed that dress. Mm-hmm. It was starting to like pill because it was like, like 25 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Anyway, so. I, when I saw it, it shook me to my core because I didn't, I don't ever remember looking or feeling that skinny, but I am fucking tiny. My boobs, I have no bra. They are fucking like amazing. Yeah. Where were you in your life? Are you married? Are you, what's your deal? So in my life, so, so she says, oh, I'm doing this photo. She sends me this photo and I immediately wrote back, you've just pushed me into a hole of depression, LOL. And then she wrote back 2009 exclamation point. 
So she, what was happening was, you know, every, she wasn't. She didn't think twice. No, every what happened was everyone's computer and like Facebook is like, remember this day? And so on the on like New Year's, oh, it was the 10 year trigger on like everyone's like social media apps. And so Andrea had these pictures on her Facebook page. This was her book party that I was at because <gasps> I was like, I like I got wait, Andrea wrote a book 10 years ago. Oh, Andrea's written like three books. Yeah. Oh my God, I didn't even know. Oh, wait, oh, no, I knew that. I knew yeah, that. Yeah, she worked to Cosmo. So you've known she her. She worked people now. I've known her so long. For so long. So <laughs> she just saw a memory yes! and it probably but made her happy. in my mind, I'm like, what's wrong with her? Where she scours the internet for pictures of me when I'm young? <laughs> like, I went crazy in my brain and was like crying. But meanwhile, <laughs> no, it was from her fucking book party. So, yeah. it, so all of them popped up. She probably sent a bunch of photos to people. She did. Yeah. She said, she, she said if that one made you upset, you should have seen the one I sent my other friend. Woof. <laughs> She's like, I have to go on an apology tour. Anyway, so she said 2009. So when I saw 2009, my, my head immediately went, 10, 10 year challenge. She just 10 year challenge me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll challenge you back. Wait, 2009, I graduated high school. Fuck you. So, well, now you're the one that's in trouble. So I wrote back to her, I'll stab that 10 year challenge in the throat. Okay. And then so she wrote we're back, being violent. Your boobs are fire emoji. <laughs> And then she said, and she didn't say were. She said are. She said yes. She, she did. Said are. And she said, I bet they're even better now, which is a lie. But I love her for it. You know what? I would argue TV likes your boobs better now. Oh, hi, girl. Thanks. I said so much worse. The sad thing is, I thought I was fat here, and she said, I know you did. Okay, any. So then that was she, actually a, a great little back and forth. Yep. So then she and then she sent pictures of her like self like from that year too. She oh looks exactly the Let same. Me see. She looks exactly the same. Honestly, <laughs> she, I think she looks better. <laughs> It's that it's so yeah. She she. I mean, she's always adorable. Honestly, she I, looks exactly the same. Exactly like, no the same. Comment. Exactly the same. So it's and, and like that's the thing too. Like to any girl listening right now who maybe is like in middle school or high school, what are you doing listening to this podcast? <laughs> I'm telling your parents. I'm calling your mom. Do your homework. My mom's gonna call your mom. Um, no, but like I feel like when like because Taylor felt like this. I'm sure Andrea did. Tall girls probably felt really lanky and awkward. Yeah, and like. Maybe not that attractive, but you know what? You'll get them all, ladies, in the end. Because the lanky, tall, skinny girl, she's fucking hot. Like, age, like, 25 and on, she's hot for fucking ever. Forever! <laughs> but also, I know, I'm dating do you, one! Do you realize that this is your own fucked up mind? Yes, I do! Like, that's not the overall so truth. So that's what I want to be clear. It's not true. So this thing is, so, so I posted on Instagram, and I did one this whole tirade about, you do not enroll your friend to the 10-year challenge. <laughs> the 10-year challenge is bad, and Through I, your I tears. Wrote, suck my butt, and stuff like that. <laughs> said, suck my butt. Suck my butt. <laughs> which is my new catchphrase. So I just, I trademarked it. Have it's you guys mine. tried it in bed? It's actually not that Actually, I wrote suck my butt and Tay wrote on Instagram love to <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you guys are fun I know oh my that's god that's what the millennials are doing apparently or the Gen Z's they love a little butt lick <laughs> just keep you guys posted thanks oh this is why I keep Hannah around she's me young <laughs> but I want to know maybe I'll be like you guys I'm 37 but Taylor Donahue licks my butt every night <laughs> we suck butt <laughs> I'm young <laughs> you suck each other's butts by putting the butts together and farting okay <laughs> it sucks in the other person's fart okay I need to like I'm sick of that. I want to know something though. Where was your mind at in this 2009 picture that you're so jealous of? Like, what was the situation? Where were your relationship wise? I was, I was 2009. I must have been. Um, I started my show in 2006. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I was still with Cosmo Radio, so okay. it was early on. Um, I was having a really hard time on the radio show. I felt like nobody took me seriously. I would have my news girl try to take the show for me. She tried to get me fired every fucking time I went on vacation. Oh, God. Um, I was probably. 
dating or maybe newly engaged to husband. Okay. Well, yeah, engaged because we got married and t- I don't have a ring in that. You can't see my ring. It's fucking huge. Um, I was. <laughs> you would have been able to see your ring. In 2010, we got married, summer of. So you this know what is I around engagement. From this photo, I was like, Tay has the cutest dimples. Oh, I literally just thought that. But like then or now? Like you always do. Thanks, But girl. I just was like, look at her dimples. They're so cute. So anyway, I had like a mental breakdown and all my fault. I Your face clear. looks exactly the same. Not Andrew's. There's nothing wrong. Thank you. There's nothing wrong with Andrew sending me a fucking picture that popped up on her phone. What's wrong is me and my mental issues, my self-esteem, mm-hmm. my my body image. But the, you know what's so sad? I've I finally look the way I've always felt. Swear to God. And I like like this girl right here, the skinny girl. Yeah, this skinny girl always felt chubby, unattractive. I mean, I knew I had like good boobs at that point, and I knew I had skinny arms and a flat stomach. Yeah. But I, but all I could concentrate on was like, I have ugly knees. I have a big bun. I have huge thighs. <laughs> I hate when people comment on knees. No one has nice knees. There's not such a thing as <laughs> ni- no one's like, look that person's knees are so fucking hot. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you sick Taylor Taylor Donahue has the hottest knees. <laughs> I angle she of sucks her my kneecap. butt I like her knees her kneecaps <laughs> is just so angular just put some ooh just put some um what is it called highlighter on the kneecap and just Taylor will get all wet um but what I realized was you know so Andrew's not at fault for sending me a picture yeah what what the issue is is the 10-year challenge exists okay so I automatically started thinking about that so I want to talk about the 10-year challenge really like in general this is a departure from Andrea mm-hmm. okay Andrew and I are cool I fucking love her we're all good mm-hmm this is about, you know, what like like things like the 10 year challenge, what they do to women. You know, I really feel like, like I feel like Instagram is now like kind of like society. Yeah. And so I feel like like the only people that benefit from from the 10 year challenge are Jennifer Lopez, like women who look great for their age. Right. Or like 25 year olds who are like, I had braces on. I was that's, so ugly. That's when it started is the 25, 26 year old girls. They were posting how they looked when they were 15. And like when I was 18, I went to college, cut my hair, and bleached it for $36. Like, that would be a funny 10-year challenge. Yeah, 10-year challenge is funny for but, somebody but in also, their 20s. I don't care to do it just because I don't think people care what I look like. I, I, and I don't really care 10 years ago. Like, who cares? I'd rather do a funny tweet. But I don't know. I just feel like I, social media is just so fucking destructive, you know? Well, also, back then, people didn't have tons of photos that everyone could look at from 10 years ago. Right. Maybe it was in your, the bottom of your mom's, like, photo album that she keeps under your bed. So I was feeling like, so I feel like, so I look at this and then I'm like, you know what? Don't let it like destroy you. Right. Let yeah. it motivate me. Right. Yeah. I, I I really should. And then the thing is, I was looking for pictures to like post, like be like, well, this is the 10 year challenge. I'm going to do it now. Yeah. And I actually found some fucking hot pictures of myself that were just from three months ago. Granted, yeah. granted, I was on tour. So yeah. I had on my snatched outfit. Yes. My hair and makeup was dead. I mean, some people would argue that the, la- the, the pants weren't great, but that was <laughs> one or two people that I don't agree with. <laughs> <laughs> And also, guess what we have now that we didn't have back in the day? Spray tan. Instagram filters. (laughs) (laughs) And and now I have no teeth. (laughs) It's okay. We have Instagram filters for that. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just knocked my tooth out (laughs) with the microphone. Hey, what I think about is in that photo, you were starting your career and you weren't getting as much respect. You were falling in love with someone the wrong a, person in a, in like it wasn't right for you and you had all these societal factors already on you you weren't that confident in yourself you didn't even like how you looked fast forward to now you found your soulmate your career is now more successful than ever and independent in the beginning of something you're in this dank dope sick motherfucking apartment because i don't know adjectives for like <laughs> um how apartment should be described and oh you want to lose some weight 
You know what? That's actually the easiest thing you could do. Finding a soulmate's way harder. Yeah, finding Getting a sick apartment. Getting a successful apartment. career, way harder. Paying for a sick apartment, much harder. Losing some weight, yeah. you can do that. Right. So that's why when I see that photo, it's like, yeah, she just needs to work out for like six months and like cut her diet. Well, even when good. I was posting it on Instagram to like sh- like tell the story, because it was fucking great content, yeah. you know? Pain is great content. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like... Oh my God, every like, like when That's I was a good stand up so, material. I know. Well, I'm definitely going to use it. But yeah. so Andrew and I were talking about it on the Taylor Strucker show. And then people, Andrew said, you have to post the picture later today. And I was like, of course I will. So I did. And, but even when I was posting the picture, I was nervous. Like I was like everyone, all my followers, all my new friends that didn't know me back then, they're all going to like look at me and be like, wow, what happened? That's what and I thought. What's funny is it's like, no one's going to look at you differently. If anything, they're going to be just like, know more about you and be like, oh, cool. That's what Tay looked like before. But then I had this thought where I was like, you know, oh my God, like I'm past my peak. Like mm. I let myself go. This mm. is like truly how I felt. I let myself go. I don't eat well. I drink too much. Mm-hmm. I literally like, I mean, I, I, I literally don't work out. I don't have a muscle in my entire body. Mm-hmm. And I know those aren't good things, but it's like, I feel like during the best years I, I had, I let it go. And now I'm terrified. Like, can I ever get even remotely back there? Can I therapize you for a second? Please. And also, I want to say this real quick. Yeah. My mom is so beautiful. She is. And I feel like for a long time when I was younger, I took that for granted. And, and the, even now, like when I'm not taking care of myself I'm like whatever my mom's beautiful but it's like well my mom like did work out and did diet and like doesn't drink as much as me so like I can't just bank on genetics you know Mm -hmm. and whenever people see pictures of my mom they're always like oh my god that's your mom and this is what I hear what were you like adopted or something you look nothing like her that's so (laughs) annoying but no one's saying that to me oh so no one says that I say it to me. Why the fuck are you saying that? I thought like, that's like a, that's a bully voice. What I thought I, people were bullying you saying that. What I hear is that's not your mom. Like that's your mom. You look nothing like her. Your mom, your mom's so beautiful. Cause I'm like, well, if I was beautiful, don't you think people would be like, oh my God, you guys look just alike. No, no one's mom. Just cause you're hot. Doesn't mean your 65, 70 year old mom is hot. People yeah. are, she's freaky good looking. Like even Darren Carp's girlfriend, yeah. Carson, yeah. sent me a text because she was like, I, I I, didn't know you had a brother, so I did like a deep dive stock into your yeah. Instagram. And she's like, your mom is a smoke show. Your mom and dad what? should be in a Land's End commercial. I know, they're so fucking hot. But what I heard was, oh my God, I can't believe how hot your mom is because like you're her daughter. Carson did not say that. Yes. I want to be clear. This is Taylor Strecker. That is the vo- but also what you have to realize is that isn't you. That's the negative voice in your head that your job is to figure out why you're self-hating. Because mm. eating too much and drinking too much yes. and not working out is a form of self-hate. That's what my therapist said. So are you seeing a therapist right now? Yeah, I'm back into it. Okay, perfect. Because that's what I was going to recommend. I'm also going to start Zoloft. I was also going to say that I'm on... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to diagnose you right now. No, I'm on 20 milligrams of an anti-anxiety pill because... I think a lot of people in creative industries, our brains are a lot. And my anti-anxiety pill has helped quiet the noise that isn't authentically me. It's like coaches growing up, like the worst things people have ever bullied me for. And that's that annoying roommate in your head that is your anxiety. It's not you talking. Right. So for you, it's literally like realizing that you're in such a great place right now. And but then realizing, OK, then why are, am I doing these like self-sabotaging behaviors for myself? Right. OK. So, but like, let's say we get the Zoloft kicks in and yeah. therapy's working and I'm working out and I'm losing weight and yeah. I'm feeling better. I still feel like as a woman who's going to be then like 37, yeah. I'm still going to feel like like maybe like I 
I don't have as much value as I once had because I'm an older version of myself. And that makes me so sad. And I don't know, is that my fault? Partially. Is it society's fault? I think definitely. Is it this industry? I don't know. I mean, you're younger than me, so I know this is difficult. No, but it's it's not difficult because as a 28-year-old who's starting a comedy career, I'm like, okay, so I have like seven years until I'm 35. And that, I mean, Nikki Glazer's 35. She looks so fucking good. She looks amazing. And she's like, kill. This is like her, her moment right now. Let me, let me, let me, let me go back. She, her career is so fucking amazing. And I'm so fucking proud of her. I was just DMing with her the other day. And I was like, girl, I always knew you're hilarious, but like you are hitting your stride. Yes. And like 36, but also she looks fucking good. Yeah. She looks amazing. (laughs) Oh my God. And, but she also has her own body issue. She's talked about on my podcast, burning in hell, subscribe review. Yes. So she, she has her own issues, but the point is, is that I'm like, I have seven years. Seven years is not a long time. Seven years goes by in a second. So I'm- Tell me about so it. So then I'm thinking, okay, then I'm 35, and then I have like a look. My point is, is that, right, <laughs> it's true, we have to change how society thinks of older women. How do we do that? We just, we, if, if you can see her, you can be her. I mean, her. look at Chelsea lately. Okay, because this is the thing is like, I can't, you like J-Lo can't be the thing that we see because no. she is like, a, she's a genetic freak. Yeah. Okay. Like, n- nor Jennifer Aniston, honestly. Yeah. These women are not aging normally. No. Diane Keaton and Meryl Streep. I mean, being dead serious, you know, but like Diane Keaton wears fucking turtlenecks in the summer, man. Yeah. She feels the pain that I'm feeling right yeah. now. But also they're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to like take care of. Well, then that's the other thing. Every it's, angle you, you're face. not ugly. You're poor. I think you're not a big girl. You just need to get some dollar bills and figure it out. And then I start to go, I shouldn't have gotten a divorce. I was married to a rich guy. I could have all the plastic surgery in the world. It was socially acceptable in his world to get all the plastic no. surgery in the world. And like, I just think we need to start thinking like in the perspective. I don't want to say be like a man, but in the perspective of I want it by the time I'm like 40, I want to have like a production company or like whatever. I'm going to have my family like I'm going to do things that because right now, I can do things that I won't be able to do when I'm 45. Like I can be like the hot girl on a reality show in a yep. bikini peeing and people think it's cute. When you do that when you're 50, people are really, they're going to call the police. <laughs> they're like, please leave this party. We're worried. Um, <laughs> and put your diaper back on. <laughs> but what I can't do now is I don't have the respect to like have a, I mean, I could do a production company, but I don't have like the wealth behind it. So like, I just think over time we realize how age is beneficial for us. And I do think like I was inspired to start comedy because of Chelsea Handler yeah. and her Chelsea Lately show. when she was like, I don't know, 45 or 40, 38. Fuck. I don't know. She just, she's not in her twenties. Right. Whitney Cummings. Yep. Hello. Gorgeous. Amazing. Like, of course a little, blah, 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 but plastic surgery, but the point is, is good plastic surgery I, good plastic surgery is i think it's about being confident in yourself and it's like the mentality you approach the world with and the world will learn from that energy that you put out if you go in and you're like you're right. i shouldn't be here i don't know you're gonna have a fucking television show soon and you're gonna be running it and what so what i like to i'm just i'm who's gonna have a tv show you you, you i'm just manifesting yes do yeah. do i'm manifesting also no but do you know what i then i think well, I really better get cranking because I'm getting too old. No. I really, these are the thoughts I have. I'm, I am ageist against myself. You are, you are so But the thing is, I'm not ageist against other women who are older. I admire them and look up to them. Yeah. Yeah. This is, you know, I can't blame society and I can't blame (laughs) men. I just have to blame me. Also, you're not even trying to like attract men, which is hilarious. I know. You're like, like, and your girlfriend is like, thinks you're the hottest thing that ever happened. Which she she definitely has something mentally wrong with her. Which we're going to check on her. Like whenever she's like, you're beautiful. I was like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Why? Do you you love me? (laughs) 
don't trust anyone who loves me. Sicko. <laughs> yeah, these are all things that I hope we're going to unpack and your therapist can handle. Um, I was going to say, oh, also with reality TV, I'm like, shit, I wish I started this whole thing at like 23 and not 28. No, because when I was 23, I was insecure. I had no idea what was going on. I had no idea who I was and I would have fucked it up. I would have been like, uh, I would have been so scared okay. and petrified and would have let everyone walk all over me. I needed to wait till, like, can you just trust that the universe knows what you're ready for and you will do it? Like, I just want you to have some more trust and a little less anger towards yourself. Yeah, I know. I do. Because I'm trying to work my life. Why are you so life. wise? I'm, I'm trying to work my life. Now I'm threatened because you're younger than me. <laughs> you look like me 10 years ago and you're wiser than me. I kind of want to be friends with Tay from 10 years ago. She's <laughs> fun. <laughs> Like, where's that Tay? <laughs> like, I really wish I could hang out with her. No, but to be honest, I, I might have not liked Tay from 10 oh, years ago. Honestly, I think I was sucked 10 years ago. Like I, was, <laughs> I was privileged. I was spoiled. I was entitled. And I was, I, I was lying to myself. I didn't, I've always been like filterless and honest, but my truth wasn't the truth. Yeah. So I was like, sometimes I'll have That's people. That's what you thought the truth was. People re- reach out to me like after the divorce. And then when I started dating Tay and they were like, you've been lying to us on the radio. And I'm like, bitch, I've been lying to Not, me. You were lying to yourself. Yeah. What, what, when did you, what, how old are you with the divorce? The divorce, I was 32. Dude, you went through the hard part already. Like, you were 32. When I was looking really a divorce When I looked my best. Yeah, you, that it sounds terrible that time. It was awful. <laughs> but also liberating. But also, dude, I'm telling you, get a fucking sponsorship from, like, one of these cool companies that helps with weight loss. Or, but also... You don't want to have a diet culture. Do you want to diet for the rest of your no. life? No. No, you want to just get back to your normal and get a new routine. That's you know what it is? When I was in my early 20s, I was obsessed with the scale and the number on the scale. I wanted to be 115 pounds. Sounds like a nightmare. 110, 109. I wanted to be, and I was never that. I was at my thinnest, maybe, maybe 119, 120. Maybe, okay? Mm-hmm. And I was always focused on that number in mm-hmm. my head. And I feel like what happened was um, after the wedding and then I started to gain weight, gain weight. Like now I look back being like, I wish I weighed what I weighed when I was like panicking. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think I started to eat to keep my husband away from me. Sorry, husband. But I think it was subconscious. I wasn't doing it on purpose. See, this is all emotional. And then I and then when I got divorced, I dropped a bunch. And I was like feeling really good about the way I looked. I was wearing jean shorts and booties. How'd you drop I it? was a new lesbian um, anxiety, anxiety and pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And fear of coming out, you know the use. But I remember I felt good. And when people said I look good, I knew I did. Even though the number on the scale was not 120, I was like, I look good. I think this is my happy weight. And then from there, even I gained. Even though you were depressed. Even there, I gained like 30 more pounds, maybe even more. And that's like love weight and also self-loathing weight mm-hmm. and also like lazy and being complacent weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but like the thing is, I had to, like, the pendulum had to swing from one direction to the other super far because now I think I do have perspective. Like, yeah. I do know this weight's insane. I'm at emergency weight, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I don't need to be wedding weight ever again to be valuable. Like, I can maybe lose 20, 30, maybe 40 pounds. Maybe that's too much. I don't know. But, like, I'm embracing what my natural body. You hit the nail on the head be. where you said to feel valued. Because everything I just you say? said, I want this to feel valued. Like, what weight should I be to feel valued? And it's like I said that. Yeah, you just said the I word. I didn't va- even. You I blocked it. out. Because in my head, I was thinking <laughs> she needs to. She wants to. F- you wanted to f- be rich 
to feel valued. And then you realized, oh I don't need God. that. And then you were like, okay, I need to be famous to feel valued. And yeah. then you got that. And now you're like, I need to be skinny again to be valued. That's all bullshit. Just value yourself and it'll all come into place. No, actually, Hannah, I don't think you're listening to me. <laughs> what I said was, I need to be young again to be valued. You're so oh, yeah. stupid. <laughs> Taco Bell, I'm on an all-carb diet. <laughs> but also and yeah also when you were young dude i hate my 20s 20s are the worst no like, they really are people the worst. expect you to like do coke all the time and i'm like i'm tired <laughs> like i can't wait for people to be like oh hannah she's older she we probably shouldn't ask her to go out. that's where i want to be <laughs> that's where I'm, i am i'm still at the phase where people are like um you're fucking going home it's only 3 a.m and i'm like <laughs> dude i hate you all i hate you all i hate it like i'm done with the 20s i want to embrace it like also like 30s hard. are the 30s are the tits i'm very scared about the 40s yeah. and i want to be clear this is not me judging you if you're in your 40s i taylor strecker am having and i like it like a, a, a midlife crisis yeah. i guess that's what i'm in the middle but of. i just think life is hard like i need to age i can't do this forever okay <laughs> so speaking of which and i love you by the way and you have to listen to hannah's podcast it's called burning in hell because hannah talks about her anxiety and everybody else's depression anxiety that's why she's so wise because she's been through so much therapy it's not professional advice it's just shit talking <laughs> um oh and it's very funny because hannah's also a comedian follow her on instagram at being burns we're not done yet before i let you go <laughs> So what is the five-year plan? You're 28. So when you're 32, where do you, like in five years, where do you see yourself? So or where do you want to I'm be? I'm going to tell you what it is, but I do want to just preface it by saying five-year plans are limiting. I think that like- Well, I have more questions. They limit your dreams. I have follow-up questions. You don't have to yell at me right now. I'm speaking very calmly <laughs> and you're attacking me. Lindsay. Anyway, so I think that <laughs> my, okay, ideally at 32, I'd like to like have my significant other. I'd like to like have my person. I'd like to like have that figured out. Um, I'd like to own a home. I'd like to own a home and I'd like to just have like right like a career. Um, a st I'd like to have like a team of like managers, agents that I'm working with and just have like projects that I'm working on and like having like big deals like, oh, a big show or a big whatever. Just working on big things and um, having lots of cats. What's the ultimate goal? The ultimate goal is um, for me to, this sounds corny, but to find someone that I want to like enjoy the rest of my life with and have something that fulfills me every day that I'm inspired to do. That's so sweet. It's really simple. And mature. It's really sim simple because like I don't think like awards or like a TV show or anything's going to bring me happiness. It's about just like continually being inspired by things. And wanting to do it. You are wise beyond your years, kitty cat. Oh my God, thank you. And now I want to I want to pet my cat. What would you do if you weren't doing this? If I wasn't doing If it all ended. If the if the if the if, the, if Summer House gets canceled, your podcast got canceled, mm -hmm. if like the entertainment world, the comedy didn't work out, if that went away, what would you do? I ask myself this question every day, that's why I'm asking. <laughs> um if I mean it's funny because I'd want to do something creatively. Like I would I would <laughs> Okay, if I'm like done, let's say like more retirement type shit. Like, no, done. It gets ripped away from you. Like right now. Like when I got fired from Sirius. That means I need to make money. Like if I didn't have to make money, I would just paint um, in like a beach house with like lots of animals, like cows, goats. Ew. Like I just want tons <laughs> of animals and then like Ew. a sex slave that I keep <laughs> in the basement when I need to get dicked out. Um, but dicked if it all out. got away now. <laughs> dicked fuck. out. If I'm in, may I go back on the tour? play some tennis no i fucking hate that um uh -huh. dude i just want to entertain and create shit i would want to be an artist in some capacity you know what 
right answer because there is no plan B in There's this no, business. I have no fucking plan B. And that's what makes people successful in this business. There is no plan B. Like immediately I was like, okay, well, if I can't do podcasts, maybe I'll do, I'll do a video podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, need, I just need a microphone and that's where I feel joy. So recently I was like, I'm going to go back to school and I'm going to get my degree so that I can be like a licensed therapist or like a social worker. When did you? No, that is a terrible idea. First of all, idea. I'm probably going to be very bad at that. <laughs> it's, it's like my patient's coming I'm like, Enough about you. Let's talk about me. Or you'd be like, girl, you're about to be 35. Do you know what happens? Then you want to kill yourself. No, plan Bs are bad. I like that you don't have a plan B because your plan B is whack as fuck. I was like, I like watercolors. I <laughs> said, think of what you like. That's to like do as the a kid. worst artistic medium ever. I watercolor. Like, I like nap time. You know what I mean? You paint with oils. <laughs> yeah. Loser. Well, anyway, I somehow managed to turn myself into Sheena on this podcast and make it all about me. <laughs> Um, Hannah Burner, I adore you. Thank you, you guys. If you, and if you adore me and you like Summer House, February 5th, check out the trailer. I've watched it a bazillion so times. Good. It's so good. It's so good. When you're like, <laughs> I, what do you do? I feel so like betrayed. I cry in the end of it. No, but what did you say in the very beginning? Uh, I go, of it? Yes. I go, Carl and Lindsay are banging. Yeah, it's um a lot. <laughs> you, you're watching yourself and it's like cringe, but then I'm like, are, are people entertained at least? Well, I hope. Well, Hannah, when I first met you, I hated you because you ate a scone on the air. It was straight disrespect, and I, I looked at you in the eyes while I did it. <laughs> and then I realized you worked at Betches, and I thought, I could use this girl. So I had you back on the show. Then you got, then you left Betches. <laughs> got fired. Got fired from Betches. We, we could say it. And then I was like, oh, she's not useful to me anymore. <laughs> And then I thought, oh, I thank God somebody else I know that got fired. I love her. We're, we're soulmates because I know what that feels like. And then you got cast in Summer House. And I was just like, oh, she's back. Do you know, after Sconegate, I called um, Michelle and I said, how do you think I did? And she was like, mm, I think she could like, I think you did well, but she could tell that you're green. I go, I want, that was the first time I ever did radio. And I wanted to pretend that I do it all the time. So you would have me back. And, she, and I was like, how did, what, what gave it away? And she goes, I don't think you're supposed to eat like dry pastries on air and then choke <laughs> on it. For two hours. For two hours hours straight into the mic um and i was like god damn it i just wanted to look like i knew what i was doing so i'm gonna casually eat this scone to really impress this girl <laughs> anyway i love you so much thank you for having me on i love you so much i'm so proud of your career and you so deserve it hannah you are so fucking talented you're so good on summer house so good i oh, can't you. wait for the season uh, I can't wait. you are such you're a growing and rising comedian and you are i mean the future is so fucking bright and also you're so good at podcasting and you're so smart in the way you approach things i remember when you you came on the radio show. You learned from me, yes. the master. Yes. Thank you for, for my Russian Olympic through. coach. And then you like had this reality show, but you weren't just like, I'm just going to like sleep in and do reality. You're like, no, I'm going to have a platform. I'm going to start a podcast. By the time the show airs, the podcast is up and running. You fucking edit your own podcast. You book it. You work so hard. You, I mean, millennials have a bad reputation. You are the shining light that is the millennial You're like, generation. I hate every millennial. They should all die. But no. you, I'll let you live. Nope. I love millennials. I'm not, because I'm older. <laughs> She's pointing at me. I realize right you don't fight the younger generation. You, you social climb them. the shit out yes! of them. Yeah. Speak of social climbing, um, if you want to see me and Andrew Collin, who's been great on this podcast you should listen to that episode and he is a podcast called puddles he um we have a show that's sold out at the sand in january can i come like stand backstage i don't know it'll be tough okay, okay. i'll try to get you in okay okay I, but I just then we have guys. a show on feb in february as well so you can get tickets for the february show and i'm in dc 
Um, this January 22nd, get tickets. There's a couple left. And also, guys, like I said, Burning in Hell, fantastic podcast. Thank you. Um, and follow her on social media. She's hysterical, at Being Burns. And you can catch her every Monday on ow, the Taylor Strecker Show. Ow. And you also need to start full co-hosting more because like this is magical. Oh. I love you. Oh, I love you like, so much. Like obsessed. Because that's it for us today. Follow me on social media at Taylor Strecker. And also make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends. Let's spread this shit around the world. Yeah, yeah. Help me get confident. Yeah. <laughs> she needs affirmation. I need, like, I don't know if the weight loss is going to happen. And I definitely can't go back in time like Benjamin Button and get younger. So <laughs> the only thing, you guys, is that I have to be rich. So help me be rich. <laughs> I love you all. I'll be back next week. Bye, girl. Bye. Bye. <laughs>